0: WYXX Rachel Platten-Murphy in the morning.
1: You're right there. You almost, your chair just broke its leg again. Yep. Oh, Katie, Your chair has a trick ankle, basically, is what what I would call that.
0: It's missing a wheel. I've got one, too. mine just keeps, you know,
1: just goes down to the bottom. You're that person who sprains the ankle. Ten days later, you're like, finally. Okay, I'm finally getting back. And then you walk outside, and you, ah, same one again. You keep biting your lip. I know. Same spot. I know. Trick ankle on that chair. We'll get you a new one.
0: What do you say we give away some money this morning, shall we? It's Murphy in the Morning's $1,000 Minute. $1,000 Minute. Powered by Juniper Pools in Appleton. Where
2: all that separates you from $1,000 is 60 seconds and 10 questions.
1: On WIXS.
0: We take you live to Oshkosh this morning. That's where Sarah is hanging out. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good says here in your bio, Sarah, that you like to chase waterfalls.
3: I do. Don't I go do. chasing yeah, waterfalls. Take family trips, kind of go see them
4: up north, like near Superior, up in Michigan, Marinette County. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Please Where's stick you? to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. <laughs> your exactly.
0: T-
4: or no, no, you shouldn't.
0: Yeah. What, uh, what's your favorite one?
4: Um... Probably,
0: like, Gooseberry Falls up in Minnesota. Gooseberry Falls
1: up in Minnesota. All right. Well, we know you're going to have it your way or nothing at all, Sarah. But I think you're moving too fast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's just, I didn't write it. Right. TLC did. Exactly. I'm lonely mother gazing out a window. Sarah gets the joke. She thinks it's funny. (laughs) Trust me. All right, Sarah, let's do it. Let's get you a thousand bucks to go waterfall hopping with. 10 questions, 60 seconds. You get all 60 seconds. So if you get an answer wrong, keep on playing because the game keeps going. You can say pass at any point and we'll jump ahead. As long as you get them all right before the buzzer sounds, it's a thousand bucks. Come on, Sarah, you can do this. All right, good luck to you. Here we go. In three, two, one, go.
4: What does Musicians LL Cool J's name stand for? Ladies love cool jeans.
1: Yes. How many inches is the diameter of an NBA basketball hoop rim?
4: Yes. In a nineteen ninety seven fight, Mike Tyson bit off a piece of the right ear of what boxer? Um, Evander Holyfield. Yes.
1: In what US City do you find the Space Needle Observation Tower?
4: Uh, Seattle. Yes. What figure of speech directly compares two things using like or as? Um, Simile? Yes. The
1: Cutting Edge is a 1992 romantic comedy about what sport?
4: Um, I got figure skating.
1: Yes. Ricky Rocket is the drummer for what glam metal rock group? Yes. Convert 1224 p.m. to military time.
4: 13 o'clock?
1: No. Uh, oh, 1324. Uh, 1224 p.m.
4: 1224?
1: There it is. Yeah, what yeah, was yeah. the
4: name of the former canine mascot of Bud Light in the 1980s? Uh, Mackenzie, yes, yes.
1: Oh, oh, great job. Time. Oh, my great God. great job, Sarah, really good. Great job. Oh. Ricky Rocket is the drummer for Poison. Oh, sure. And you got the other eight right that we got to. You did great. You did really good. I was thinking, nah, I think
0: we're gonna get away some money today, the way we're going. Oh, uh, I was hopefully, hoping. Sarah, nice run. Great job. No money, but to hook you up. Basketball, Wisconsin Herd, playing right there in Oshkosh. So you can swing over to the Oshkosh Arena and uh, watch them play some games. In fact, uh, Saturday, if you want to go, we've got some tickets for you Perfect. and the fam to uh, check it out, okay? Perfect. S- Sarah, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. And hold on one second for us, please. It's Murphy in the Mornings. WIXX Taylor anti hero Murphy in the morning. Katie, Nick, and Bobby is here too. Thank you for waking up with us early Thursday. So, what would Katie do Thursday, by the way? You know how that works. You got a question, she's got a quick answer. 31011. Like, for example, Katie, would you use the airport or the airplane bathroom <laughs> at all? What's the alternative?
2: Exploding yeah. ladder? Yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing. You you really should do everything you can not to use the airplane bathroom because that might be one of the dirtiest places on the planet. They say.
4: Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. It is. I don't go into any bathroom though, being like, <laughs> look at three- this mega of cleanness. You
1: don't uh, yeah. you don't bring that wax pepper wax paper wrap sandwich and open yeah, it up on the there's toilet. There's not a single bathroom a I would lunch. go
4: into and I'd be like, yeah, let's mm,
3: yep. Fritos. yeah, Fritos party. They say yeah. the
0: airplane ones though are especially. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Touch as few surfaces as possible when you're in there.
3: People right. get it's um, very interesting and it's to still me.
1: balance. Yeah. I think about public <laughs> restrooms. If you can get a if you can get a road win, just any type of victory in a public restroom where it's not so much that it's clean, it just has to be less grotesque than another public restroom. That's a, that's a legit road win. That's solid. Mm-hmm. That's an away from home victory. I I don't know what happens to people in a public restroom because I oftentimes think. What does your home restroom look like if you did that? <laughs> right. But I think, it's, I, I think that's unfair. I think their home restrooms are probably fine because no one would dare do some of the carnival acts in their home restroom that they treat a public restroom with. I have to believe that. I have to believe that you have better control of things in your home restroom than you think is acceptable behavior in public. Yeah. Because what happens in these bathrooms is an absolute carnival.
0: They say, you know what? First of all, if you take your shoes off in an airplane, I think you're gross, right? But they said, uh, never walk into an airplane bathroom without your shoes on. Mm. It's the worst. <laughs> well, right? yeah, of course it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, oh. yeah. 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 Oh. Don't, oh. Don't, don't brush your teeth in an airplane bathroom. Uh, the water isn't filtered.
4: Again, I, uh.
0: People do this. And listen to this. Maybe you didn't know I will this never brush
1: my teeth in anything that requires a foot pump to get the water onto it. <laughs> yeah. Because chances are that's not filtered water. Uh,
0: <laughs> the <laughs> tanks don't get cleaned enough. They just top it off between flights, and they're only required to flush and disinfect every three months. Sure. See, see,
3: well, sure. That, that's every every three months. you on a train, like an overnight train trip. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I mean, it's pretty cheap if you just rode coach, but you're either going to have to give up uh, any sort of personal hygiene. Or spend the money to get Mm -hmm. like a room, uh, like a sleeping uh, bed, you know, roomette, whatever you want to call it on a train where they they do have semi-normal bathroom facility. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're just back in a public restroom again, basically, and and, uh, you're trying to brush your teeth and wash your hair. E. coli, baby. It's what makes
1: Quick Trip's dedication to clean restrooms so incredible. Cause they are, they're great, and they have it's right there on the sign, and it's legit. If you have an issue or you need help, let them know, and that baby's gonna get scoured. They do such a great job.
0: Uh, we don't have any. Um, is it Bucky's around here? Oh Bucky's is great.
1: What, uh, several people saying the Bucky's are fantastic. Hmm. Bucky's is is. You talk about a carnival. If you drive down Bucky's Southies, is a carnival. Yeah. yeah, there are 472 gas pumps, 97 bathrooms. Yeah, food like every it's all clean. It's They're all huge. it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Bucky's yeah. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Like you drive by a Bucky's and you're like, look at that place. It's like Six Flags for getting gas. <laughs> it's incredible. Seven twenty two W I six. Apparently, types. great barbecue. I've heard. My brother in law said the barbecue at Bucky's is great. Oh, Bold nice. Whole pork sandwich. All
3: right. How about some news, Robert? new report says Americans lost a record-breaking $8.8 billion to scams last year. New data from the FTC shows reported fraud losses increased more than 30% in 2022 from 2021. Investment scams cost Americans the most at nearly $4 billion of that total. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss appears cool to local government expectations for more money in the next state budget. During a Wisconsin Counties Association roundtable on Wednesday... Boss says Democratic Governor Tony Evers' budget uses, quote, phony math. He says there's nowhere near enough revenue to fund what Evers wants. A new Green Bay nonprofit aims to financially assist first responders in getting mental health care. First Reach Foundation still in the planning phase with a goal of alleviating financial barriers to treatment. Money would come from fundraising, donations, grants, sponsors, and more. First Reach is anticipated to be up and running by the end of the year. TikTok rolling out new features to help limit the amount of time kids spend using the social media app. In the coming weeks, all users under the age of 18 will only be allowed to use the app for an hour per day. Users over 13 will have to enter a passcode to continue using the app. Well, Beef, that's what's for dinner. Remember that campaign? Sure. Not happening in beef Utah. Beef, what's for dinner. In Utah, it's bullfrogs is what's for dinner. Bullfrogs are an invasive species in the state of Utah, and since it is National Invasive Species Awareness Week, the DNR are using this time to remind residents they can catch and eat as many bullfrogs as they darn well like. Frog legs, baby. Oh, that'd be great. Frog legs are good. They've even posted a recipe for breaded bullfrog legs. Sure. That's That's how desperately they want you to eat. I, I
0: saw that guy hold it. These aren't like your... Uh, your Little gr- pond. Your, uh, yeah, your grandpa's bullfrogs. These things are like <laughs> like eight inches. I mean, they're massive. <laughs> they're like Doberman <laughs> pinchers. They're, yeah. They were huge. They're like big. Like two frog legs probably fill you up by the looks of it. Y- you think? Yeah,
3: they look be pretty beefy. They might yeah. sneak those in a Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, into the bucket. there. Uh, Possibly. Sort of oh, bullfrog legs, legs I'd crazy. have to finish
0: my double down um, sandwich from KFCL. Try
1: <laughs> button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh, you want a broom.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what we got today. Have a great Thursday. All right, buddy. Thank you. 725 WIXX. Pete with the forecast on the way. It's Murphy, Katie, and Nick. Oh. WIXX. It's pink. It is Murphy, Katie, Nick. Thank you for waking up with us today. Coming up on 733.
1: So what will Katie do Thursday here? Double down for lunch, Katie. That's what you should do. Double down. That's right.
0: Woman's done for quick answers to your problems. All right. So get them in at 31011. You got a question? Any question? they will take care of it. I saw this on the TikTok this morning. I thought this would be a perfect one to start out today. All right. So listen to this lady and what her deal is. All right
2: so tell me what you would do in this situation a friend of mine who i thought was a friend of mine reached out to me and asked me to make vacation shirts for her and i only charged her exactly what it cost me to make um and that's what she paid now i didn't expect her to pay more or tip me because i was doing that as like a gift for her well her birthday rolled around went to her this big birthday party and she had brought out these Personalized vacation bags with the shirts that I made her in them and found out that she had asked a group of her girlfriends to go on this like vacation with her like girls vacation and I was not one of them obviously that was really hard to take in that she had. Asked me to make these shirts and didn't ask me to go on this trip. Would it have been hard for me to go on the trip? Probably with three kids. But I think it was just the fact that when you go above and beyond for people and they don't return the favor, but yet they go above and beyond for other people, it just really sucks. So
0: my first thought was, well, she hired you kind of to do a job, essentially, right? Yes, You're a friend. Yes. Do you automatically assume, first, or is it tacky for this girl to do that in front of everybody? If you're going to plan a girl's weekend, wouldn't you only have the girls who are going to go on the weekend at the party maybe? Or
4: Okay, so as I've gotten older in life, first of all, women friendships are very, very complicated. (laughs) And this is why I think so many women struggle to have friends, to have real friends. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've learned this through my years of life is that the only expectations in life you can manage are your own. It is something I work on every day.
1: I trust as we know.
4: Mm-hmm. And well, this is also the why. I don't even know what that but means. It's, No, no, <laughs> but just... I think this is why I gravitate. To, when people say, when girls say that there are, that, that you know, like I'm a guy's guy. This is, I think why I gravitate towards men. Because I feel like, yes, I feel like men and women are just so completely different when it comes to communication and everything like that. But what I was going with was there are some people in life who just don't care. They really don't. And they don't see the world around them. They don't see anything except how it directly affects them. There are some people that always, the, the, again, they, they just don't care how you feel. And that's fine because the only expectations you can manage are your own. But for the people who don't care, and, you, and a lot of times you'll find yourself saying things, like if you're the friend who thinks, or if you're, if, you're, if you're someone going, how do you know if you're the friend who doesn't care? You're the friend who doesn't care.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And to the friends that don't care, All people want to do is be invited. That's it.
1: They want the option <laughs> to say no. They want the
4: option to say no. I don't care if they say no every time.
1: I agree.
0: Tacky to do it in front of everyone, but I liken it to not inviting um, your wedding photographer to the dinner.
4: Oh. I, I think it was tacky of this woman to do it, but at the same time, she obviously didn't think you would take offense or she wouldn't have asked you. And that's what I mean by the the woman who doesn't care. She was very transparent with you. She didn't hide this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, she went through the effort to make these shirts yes. special for this event, right? But the woman also yeah. said, this is what I'm doing this for. Yeah. like so, so she really don't think, I don't think, you have to take a step back and go, I don't think this woman thought she was doing, she wasn't doing anything malicious. But I have a feeling this woman is usually included. And when she's not included, she doesn't care.
0: Mm-hmm. When I said I would go to Florida with my girlfriend, she said it was family only. Then she invited two other girlfriends that she just met in the uh, last 20 years. Um, by the way, we've been friends for about 53 years. See, and you don't forget that,
4: right? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. That's
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I don't know. I think she's being, this is one of those things where you, you do just have to get over it. You were invited to the party. Especially
0: if you really had no intentions or you couldn't go in the first place. Are you that upset about that part of it?
4: Yes. Yes. Because being that friend who I am the friend that says no a lot. I am.
0: Consider it to ask them anyway.
4: Yes. I am the friend that says no a lot. And I will say, I do not think I'm better than you for my reasons. But 90% of the time that I say no, because of everything we've been through in our lives, Brody takes priority. No matter what, I don't skip Brody's games. I don't skip Brody's, I do not skip anything of Brody's for anything. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot. So as a person, because we are in that stage of life that my kid has a crazy schedule, 90% of the time I will say no. And I know it sucks for you. It really sucks for you. But it does really hurt to go on Facebook or, or to go on Snapchat and to see that you weren't invited.
1: Mm-hmm. It hurts the boys too. Yeah,
4: it just hurts. But at the same time, I also know <laughs> I am choosing something else. My priorities are different than yours. I'm not saying my priorities are better, but they're just different. Yeah.
0: I oh. um, if everyone in the room was invited but me, uh, I would be upset that I wasn't even asked. I want to be asked to join a trip, but have the option to say no.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, I you you yeah. kind of just want that opportunity to be right. like, I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. I don't it feels think good to be invited.
4: people, I, or I think people undervalue and underappreciate the invite. Agreed. And someone saying, tell this chick to grow up. This isn't middle school. Which chick are you telling to grow up though? It goes both ways. This isn't middle school. How hard is it to just shoot out an invite to someone who you, you, um, like, yeah. Um, Someone's saying, as someone who couldn't have kids, it sucks that your friends, in quotes, will never choose you over a kid's game. If you constantly say no, you lose the right to an invite. I agree with that to a point, but as you have someone... Who have been in this position, have you ever taken the time to invest in your friend's kid? Or do you always expect your friend to to prioritize you at some point? I'm not saying every time, but no, I again, think that's very true. It that, goes both ways. Why do it, I always have why is it always on your terms?
1: When it hits the fan, the person's got their family. Yeah. Their wife, their kids, their husband, their partner. When it hits the fan, that's to whom they need to be loyal and present. And right. so you can't fault the person for prioritizing their children. No. That's absurd.
0: They should win that. Uh, that choice should win every right. single time.
1: And that's, it's pretty noble for a person who will prioritize their family and their kids at their own expense. That's being a great parent. That's being present. That's being a great spouse, a great partner. I will also say it's this. not that it's ne- and then, you know, find a balance, try to find a balance and some health in that. Yeah, but and it's certainly it's, have friends. It's, but
0: it's five dollar bucket night. And that never happens. Right. And You've i got to come out. And I guess
1: there. see,
4: that's, well, that's what I hate, though, that this is the narrative now, <laughs> though, that our priorities are way more important. Right. Like, <laughs> and that's not what, what it are you, is. Stupid. You went to a yeah. kid's
1: game. you're know, like, well, Yeah. And I do think there's a balance to that, too. If a person is prioritizing their family because, well, my son's playing Roblox tonight. Well, I'll, all right. You know, like I, I, will, I mean, there is yes. the opposite extreme. Right. People are certainly like that, so I'm not discounting that there are people who then simply refuse to do anything. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I, yeah, that's hard, man. If you, if you're, if you're judging that person so harshly for prior, like when you zoom but out, but there are on also it, some what, are you people prioritizing who your children because yeah. this
4: person is now explaining explaining themselves. There's some that just suck. I, no, I, I agree. do. I do want to say this too for the drama. That people feel in youth sports amongst parents.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: When you are planning that after game dinner, if you invite everyone, you will eliminate 80% of the drama. Just do it. Send out a group text and say, this is where you're going. You do not have to include them in the planning. You do not have to ask them out for drinks after the dinner. But when you as a team play a team sport and when the parents start dividing, dividing, that's where the drama happens. Just send out the invite and I promise you, You will save so much drama. Just send out the stupid invite after the tournament. It's so easy.
0: There you go. Hey, quick timeout, 742 WIXX.
4: Be part of the show.
0: WIXX, Post Malone, Murphy in the Morning, Katie and Nick. It's a What Would Katie Do Thursday. Got on the topic, though, of friends and support and kids. Listen to this. I lost my best friend over prioritizing my husband. I went to her baby shower, but I couldn't stay for the whole thing because my husband was getting ready to leave on a four-week business trip. We wanted to celebrate our anniversary, and we didn't want to get home too late because our two-year-old son. So she was angry about the whole thing and essentially dropped and ghosted me as a friend. Can you
1: imagine? It's it's always funny, the <laughs> argument. Nobody likes it thrown back in their face with, why can't you prioritize both of us? And then the person goes, I just did.
0: Yeah. I, took I came some time to a little to come bit to your of your event, party yeah,
1: and then I went home to my family,
0: but it wasn't enough, and so you're no longer my friend that's amazing
1: <sighs> yeah it's uh that's that's a hard one it's it's a hard, it's the argument that no one wants to listen to the other side of it because the parent who prioritizes the child for that very limited time that the parent has to be fully present in the life of the child is looking at the friend and going. Our friendship can't evolve. Our friendship can't take a different form than you're used to for the limited time that I have here. And that person's going, but someday your kids are going to be gone and maybe mm-hmm. I will be too. And you're going, really? Seriously? And I think that's that's a hard thing as a parent because people also look at it the wrong way with the child. Oh, your kid can't be without you for a while? No, sometimes the parent wants to be with the kid.
0: Read that text that you were uh, reading to us before off air. The one about...
4: Um, Katie, if you have dozens of games, that one.
1: Yeah, 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 To
4: attend for Brody, but rare outing for the girls. Why can't you let Brody be without you for just one game?
1: You're putting too much on the kid. You're looking at the kid like, oh, what a spoiled brat. Instead of going, boy, that parent really wants to see their kid play. They want to they wanna watch their kids practice. Sometimes, sometimes that is the way to look at it.
0: You know, as a, as a coach back in the day, used to drive me insane when parents would drop their kids off for a game and leave. Mm-hmm. And I could never understand for the life of me how you could drop your kid off for a game and then and not, not watch them yeah. participate in the game. Drove me crazy. But I guarantee you, every coach who's listening right now knows exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. There's parents who will drop your kids off and then they will leave. It's like,
4: how, how does that work? And I, and I do think, too, it's a lot about the environment you're raised in. My, my parents had four kids. All of us were in travel sports. All of us were three sport athletes. And they had a rule. You will always have a parent at a game, yeah. And if you didn't have a parent at a game, they took care of everything for you. And the only reason you did not have a parent at a game is because they were at another kid's game. like right. Mm-hmm. That was and sometimes things happen. Where, yes, but I mean this is like oh no doubt. Yeah. So I remember though based. that if my parents didn't come, Mrs. Chopiaski was there. Mm-hmm. Like there, they there was always somebody in the stands I could look to.
1: Yeah. And it's not, you know, if parents, you have multiple kids, you can't, it's physically impossible to be present at every other thing and all that stuff. It's more the other side of it. It's very frustrating when it can't be understood that that's the desire of the parent. I want to be there. I want to see it. I want to have that relationship. And you watch anything, World Series Game 7, Super Bowl, you watch the seven hours of pregame and the stories after stories after stories. It matters to the kids who say, man, my mom worked three jobs and she wouldn't sleep for two days because she never missed one. They were always there. They always supported me. Sometimes they had to go to my brother's game and it would kill my mom, but she'd be on the phone texting my dad, finding out what's going Mm -hmm. on at Tim's game. It's you can't judge a parent for wanting to be there for their kid. And actually, here's exactly the text came in that we were just talking about, too. I
0: said, I'd, I'd like to talk to somebody who never had parents at a game. As someone who grew up without a parent or a fan in the stands, my husband and I vowed we would never let our kid go without parents or aunts or uncles cheering uh, for them at a game. Yeah, exactly. I think if you grew up right. and your parents didn't come watch you and you had you, you don't want your kids to have that same experience. Never. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I will and, say and this I, I do think that's innate. I think that's written on our DNA to I think so want too. to take care of your child, be there for your child.
4: Yep. I, my Michael was raised in a very different environment than I was. And Michael is all in. Like when it comes to sports and stuff. Like he, yep. Oh yeah. I'm sure we actually he actually includes himself in the team huddles, it drives me nuts. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay, that would drive me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and I yeah. say then, then go volunteer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Oh yeah. As a coach, that would be absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. not. Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. yeah. And he doesn't understand. So he you thinks got, I'm psycho. So
0: you got nice coaches then that they allow that because that would not be allowed.
4: I know. For, you know
0: I know. Not a chance.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, I will say that. Yeah. I, I mean, he is. He has kind of seen both sides of it, and he. Is all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Exactly.
4: But someone saying there were nine of us kids. So my parents were hardly there for anything. I had two kids specifically because I said no one ever be left out without me or dad at the game. Here's my question then. For what, being one of nine kids, when your parent did show up, though, did you not feel on top of the world?
1: Yeah, that, that was a great big deal, right?
0: And that makes sense because it can't be everywhere. Yes, right. right.
1: But, yeah. And nobody's, this conversation is evolving, interestingly, mm-hmm. the way people are hearing it because it's not judging people who can't make it or you have work or you don't have the schedule right or there's right, right. three kids and you're going to see Tim play and you can't see Carrie play today it's not judging that at all no the the conversation began with the friends who get angry at the parents for prioritizing their children and you're like what well, look I don't know what to tell you right <laughs> you're gonna you lose you're gonna lose man every That's time. my kid every that's time. my kid. Every <laughs> Yeah. I got this many days with that kid yeah. where I can be fully present mm-hmm. and build a relationship with them, and all that. Like, dude, all those years we had together as friends, building a relationship when nobody had other responsibilities, is precisely the point. Yeah, I'm building a relationship while I can with, and I, and, and then it's it's not the kid. I like it. <laughs> I sort of like being there with my kids. We are coming up on eight o'clock at WIXX. It's Murphy, Katie, and Nick on 101.